They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother from the same mother, Sarge McCluskey. I, I, I'm happy that the microphone's working, and uh, uh, I thought that the stories were going to be a little light this week. But uh, of course, uh, Activision doesn't disappoint. What? So, what did Activision do? Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about the normal stuff first. Oh, so you're okay. I I don't um, even have this story. Is this story? This wasn't submitted to me by anybody. Sarge is throwing a curveball. You gotta pay attention. Uh, well, everyone should feel better now because Activision put their name back on Call of Duty Vanguard. The latest commercial came out. Uh, advertising Call of Duty Vanguard. Don't worry, everybody. Activision put their name back on the screen. They say it was a marketing. It was a marketing uh, um, a mistake. Interest. Yeah, uh, I that, got that's it. What it was. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, we're a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. About 48 weeks of the 52 uh, throughout the year. Uh, we are on episode 279. We're halfway through the month of September, which is absolutely crazy. Um, so on today's show, on the rundown here, we have new Battlefield uh, 2042 uh, beta date. We also have leaked information from Battlefield 2042, and we also have a pushback, which we'll talk about. We're going to be talking about... Bungie in two different formats tonight. We're going to be talking about Marty O'Donnell uh, being sued, or uh, yeah, he was being sued um, by Bungie, and then we're going to be talking about Trials. Trials is back, Sarge. Trials is back. Uh, we're going to be talking about GameStop. It seems like every week we have a GameStop story in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we're going to be talking about GameStop as usual. We're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto Five uh, in two different formats here. We uh, we're going to be talking about how people are tired of what's happening, and we're going to be talking about a delay for Grand Theft Auto V. I know what you're thinking. Grand Theft Auto has been out for eight years. How is it delayed? We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We're going to talk about Indiana Jones. Uh, we're going to be talking about a leak for Redfall, that game that we saw that was a vampire game from, uh, from E3. There's a couple other PlayStation stories we're going to be talking about. Uh, EA has another patent, Sarge. We're going to be talking about another patent from EA. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about New World. Okay. There's a big debate going on, Sarge. Big debate. Mount or no mount? Mount or no mount? What side of the fence do you sit on? We'll, we'll get to know later on in the show. Call of Duty Warzone accused of giving uh, easy lobbies to streamers. We'll talk about that. If we get enough time into the show we have minecraft we always like doing these minecraft or creative things there's some nut job out there and i mean that in the best i mean that in the best some nut job out there is taking the time bobby kodak is a nut job that's true he is a nut job this guy is an artist okay so this artist in minecraft okay is building every planet 
in Star Wars. So that's nuts. Okay, he's building every planet in Star Wars. Uh, we're going to talk about an NVIDIA leaked, uh, about games that are coming out. And uh, what else we got? Uh, we got, yeah, uh, NVIDIA, a bunch of leaks. And we're going to talk about one of your favorite games, Sarge. I know you're looking forward to this one. It's coming to Game Pass. Unpack. Unpacking is coming to Game Pass. I want. We're going to talk about that. And yeah. and, and another another great game that we've we've been waiting for. What? Seven carry the one. Skull and Bones is back in the news. We got some stuff for Skull and Bones coming back. Uh, and Marvel Avengers announces some big changes coming. Big changes, Sarge, and then another another delay, which we'll get to right now. So. The first story I want to talk about is oh oh the first story I want to talk about is Dying Light. Okay, Dying Light. Uh, I think I think we need to make a new a new list besides besides the the big book of bull. We just need to make a list of all games that are just in delay hell, and they stay there until until they're not uh, until and they stay there until they're done. And then when they're actually reviewed, we pull them out and we put them someplace. Because, listen, I, I thought Dying Light 1 was great. But the way they keep talking about Dying Light 2 is they talk about Dying Light 2 like they talked about Beyond Good and Evil 2. Right? They talk about this game like it's going to be amazing, and yet we're still seeing the same trailer stuff. We're not seeing the meat and bones of it like a developer coming out and talking about it even if they did it the cheesy way, which is they have pre-recorded video and they just talk about it and they sit there, the, the talking heads, they talk about like, yeah. yeah, and you get to make decisions and, you know, you don't want to go outside at night because it's much harder. Like, it's just this, hey, by the way, hey, by the way, hey, by the way. Like, it's not a, it's not a marketing of right. the game. It's basically just letting you know, yep, we're still working on it. Yeah, we got it. But once again... If if you don't listen, if you don't have a date, okay, tell the marketing marketing people to just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you guys are when you guys are ready to release it, then try, you don't even gotta give me a day. You can just say the season. You can. I'll give you that. I'll give you that much leeway. You just say spring. I, I would you be. Say, I would be okay. Summer. I would be okay if if they just stay a year and just assume that they say the year. It's the end of the year. I, I, right. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear a date unless listen the only way the only way that you can give a date an listen. actual day like is showing, it's done it's yeah, fucking yeah, done done showing gameplay showing gameplay yeah right yeah. yeah yeah so before we get to the first story uh those of you that are watching um if if you like there's there's a couple of ways that you can help us out on this channel right just watching absolutely free just watching Hitting that like button down below helps the algorithm get this going on. Hitting the comment section down below if you're here. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit the free subscribe button if you and hit the notification so you know we go live each and every single week or every single day. Uh, if you want to go above that, you can become a member for $4.99. Uh, we have other other options, I, I believe. And, and if that, you can also go to Streamlabs. Uh, which is a tip page which comes up on the stream and you can also go there or you can help us out with uh, super chats throughout the uh, the live streams all of those help us you don't have to do any of those but one of those choose one the like button the comment button the the, the subscribe button something because it all helps us grow this channel so we can have uh, more people enjoy the content here all right so the first uh the first 
story here. I don't know if you guys can see this. It says, hello, everybody. Today, we have important news to share with you about the development progress of Dying Light 2. Uh, stay human, okay? It's always been our company's goal to build transparent and honest communication with the communities, fans, and gamers every day and strive to grow in this element. This is just lar you know, jargon here to, to make you feel better about yourself that you, you're looking forward to this game. This team is steadily progressing and production is in the game is nearing the finish of the line. The game is complete. The game is complete and we're currently playtesting it. It is by far the biggest and the most ambitious project we've ever done. Unfortunately, we've realized for us to bring the game to the level that we envisioned, we need more time to polish to optimize it. Now, this is why we have decided to move the release date to February 4th, 2022. Now, we are we are sorry to keep you all waiting a little longer, but we want the game to meet your highest expectations on release, and we don't want to compromise on this. However, we won't have to wait very long to keep deeper look at uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human next month. Both press and content creators will get their hands on the PC and console versions of the game during the upcoming series and preview events around the world. They're also able to share the, ex the experiences with the city with you. Now, in the meantime, we would like to thank all of your fans around the world without our support and feedback, and we would never have some uh, so far and journey. In addition to the regular updates, we'll be uh, gearing up to share some exciting news about the game later this month. Stay safe, stay human. And that was from the CEO. Okay. So that's dying like two. I love these. Who, who made this as far as the, to come out with these, these it was, was it CD project red with the, with all those yellow or was it before that? We always see these things that come out now, a statement that comes out on these on these headings and stuff. Before it was like a tweet, we're delaying. Now they come out with this this format of we're very professional. We want you to Well, it's 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 almost like like 17th century calligraphy. Dearest Madeline. Yeah, yeah. It's been a fortnight since we've spoken, <laughs> and my heart longs for your embrace. I shall soon reach you. I have a new steer, and I shall be reaching you without delay like <laughs> just say your fucking game's coming out man i don't give a shit i don't care Here, here's the but best this, part right hold I, on real I, quick I, real quick it says it says right here that the game's done the game's done and they're just great po polishing out and 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 getting optimized and it's coming out february 4th 2022 now hold on a great. second okay it's done okay. their words not ours it's done and they're delaying it october november December, January, February. Five months. Done That's game. That's a lot of game testing. That's right? a lot of game testing. Right? Five months. It's done. Okay. What the hell is... We'll, we'll get to that's it in a called, second. That's called polishing, yeah. bro. We'll, we'll get to it, but... Polishing. The delay that happened for Six Battlefield... Six months of polishing. Battlefield is pushed back four weeks. What the fuck four are weeks. they going to do? What are they, uh, they going to do? Taking bets to see what their crit Metacritic score is going to be? <laughs> All right. Let's stay on topic. All right, let's stay on topic. Dying light. What are we gonna say? No, no. Okay, look, look. I really enjoy what Dying Light's trying to do. It's very what they're trying to accomplish in game. If you've been following it along the entire time, is very complex, right? You got the three factions, right? And when you side with a faction, depending on what you decide to do with that faction, the city will change. Right. Which That's is, a it huge, sounds cool. That's a huge undertaking because yeah. you're looking at different different lines reminds, of reminds story. Reminds me of Fable. Reminds me of Fable when they talked about that. In I, the was, past. I was yeah. I was just going to mention that to you. Like when when you try to do a single player game that way, it's very hard to branch out 
to make all the connecting stories viable for the choices that you made for that faction. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be badass, but the depth of which that can be accomplished sounds very challenging. So if maybe you decide to pick the uh, the psychotic faction and they don't care, they want to control everybody like a like a authoritarian uh, government type thing that everybody's at each other's throats. Like the the whole feel of the town is going to change. That is a tall order to fit. I don't know if the depth of the changes that you can make in that game will be substantial. It might be cool, but it not it might not be like a really long game with this story about the town. The town being able to change is definitely a perk, but what is the depth of that? Because that's what they keep talking about right. when they say the story of it, like what you're supposed to do, the, the survival of it, and you trying to help out whichever faction you want to try to help out. I don't think it's going to be a long game. I don't care that it's not a long game. What I care about is that it's polished and done well, and the combat system is fucking good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if it's a survival game with these crazy-ass zombies, and it's and it's not like the, the normal slow zombies, it's a crazy mutated like type of thing. 28 days later type of zombie. Yeah, it's, yeah, got, yeah. it's, got, it's, got, a, it's got a couple different kind of zombie mo uh, motifs in there. So I, I'm excited for it. I, I'd like to see what the studio can do when they're left alone and they can make the game that they want to make. I, that part I want to know. Yeah, I look, again, I have no problem with games being delayed. They're the ones that put the pressure on themselves by putting an actual release date originally. And then when it gets closer to it, they're like, oh, we're not going to make it. I mean, obviously, the game was in production for the last three years, two years. And I would assume now that a year and a half, they've been working at home because of what's going on in the world. So I could tell you last year that most games, and I actually, I think I did, Sarge. I said most games will be delayed because of what's happening right now. We haven't even seen the delays yet. We haven't even seen the delays yet because now, now every we're starting to see the actual every game, delays. Every game is delayed. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't see the games delayed yet. No, no, no. But what uh, I'm saying I, is the, the people that were starting in the pandemic to make their game, those games aren't coming out on time. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. The people that were 90% done with their game were delayed at the very tail end. Okay. Marvel Avengers, I'm looking at you. Very Okay, it's it's very important if we're gonna if we're gonna follow along with the industry because we love gaming and I do love gaming, right? If you're gonna follow along, you can't listen on Monday and then forget what the fuck happened on Monday on Saturday. Okay, you have to be able to to build up what you know and keep running it week after week. This game was between three and four years of development, according to them. They said the game is done. Right to me. That says it's a visually stunning game with decent combat, a little bit of a manipulative story, in which case that you decide which way the fate of the town goes, but the game won't be that long. And I'm completely okay with that. It sounds like they set a bar and then they actually hit the bar and then said, okay, now we're going to test it to make sure it works. So we'll see you next year. Right. Fantastic. Right now go to marketing and tie him to a chair, okay? <laughs> and make sure he doesn't say shit until you guys are ready, right? Because you're worried about pre-order numbers, okay? Whoever's in marketing, go visit them and tie him to a fucking chair and make sure he doesn't do anything. I, I, listen, according, according to what's happening right now, February is going to be a shit show. 
Yeah, there's so, there's so many games right? coming. There's so many games coming out. Right? Like February seems like it's, everybody better start saving money now because February looks like it's a it's a complete shit show. Like you have to sell cans and bottles and you're gonna have to give blood. Like <laughs> everything's coming out at the same time. Right. Every, apparently everybody wanted Christmas and they thought, can we can we roll the dice and get out on Christmas right. and do day February one is a new Christmas. Right? Nope, we can't. So everyone delays until February. Why? Why do you all want the same month? You wanna know why, Mike? You know why. Come on, Mike. Well, I know you've been doing this a long time. Well, I don't know where you're, where you're going, but yeah, I know I know January first off when for the end of the year they take vacations, right? This is true. So so but... after Christmas, January they don't come back to the office till like mid January, and by the time they roll back in, rub the crust get, out of their eyes, right. and get back on on track, February right. is it, and it's also the end of the year, right? It's the That's end of the correct. right. There it's the end of the go. year. That's the answer, kids. The answer is the fiscal year for companies is different than the actual year for humans, right? right? So they have to make sure that that game is out before March, the end of their year. Right, March is the That's end, why. right? March is the end of the fiscal year, and they have to bring it out in February to give it enough time to get sales in February, right? That's why they're coming out in February to give it that three, four weeks of actual sales numbers, right? So let's go from that, right? Let's go from that to the next story. The next story is another delay, Sarge. Battlefield 2042. Okay. I love how you read this. Look at, you, look you, at you the should... surprise on my face. Yeah. <laughs> look at the surprise on my fucking face, kids. Dearly beloved. Bat Battlefield we've... delayed? Yeah. The hell you say? Dearly beloved, we've we've made a decision to shift the launch of Battlefield 2042. The game will now be released worldwide November 19th, 2021. Building the next generation of Battlefield during a global pandemic has created unforeseen challenges for development teams given the scale and scope of the game. We've had hope our teams would be back on our studios together as we move towards launch. With the ongoing conditions not allowing to happen safely, with the hard work and their teams are doing from home, we feel it's important to take the extra time to deliver the, the, the vision of Battlefield 2042 for our players. Your enthusiasm for the game has been very inspiring. We believe in this game and we're making, and we thank you for all your patience as we put some finishing touches into the experience. Updates on the open beta will be coming later this month. Okay, now here's the thing. Here's the difference between this letter and Dying Light. Dying Light said, we are done with the game. We're, we're just fine-tuning and optimizing it for, for, for you, okay? Yeah, yeah. And they need five months. They need five months. Here's what Battlefield's saying. We can't do what we're doing at our houses. It's taken longer than we've have. Uh, and we, we we need more time and we we don't have an extra time. We just need extra time to deliver the vision, right? Which I'm assuming they're done with the game. I would assume, right? Four weeks. Four weeks is not gonna make or break this game. Okay. No. This game's gonna come no. out. I'm telling you right now, Sarge. This game's gonna come out. It's gonna be a buggy mess. It's people are gonna love it. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, dude, the tornadoes! Did, 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 the tornado with an all knife battle! Did you? Oh my see god, it? did you see it? All the Twitter accounts and all the all the all the the uh, the TikToks. Did you see all the things of me stabbing someone in the hundred and sixty? What is it? One hundred and sixty? One hundred twenty? Four? One hundred? One hundred twenty? I'll tell you what. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do though. When when it goes to Game Pass, because it it will. When it when it goes to Game Pass, I want to make sure we play the GI Joe theme in the background. 
when we play it. Yeah, that's when we play it because to me, that's what it is. I saw the vehicles. That was the GI Joe hovercraft. That was the GI Joe uh, snow snow uh, snow attack vehicle. That was a GI Joe helicopter. Uh, that was a Cobra vehicle I saw there. And now everybody's a specialist. It's fucking GI yeah. Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right? so when we play it on Game Pass because it will be on Game Pass, not not immediately, but it will. Yeah. So there's no way this game comes out with no problems. This game will have problems. Okay. Why? Because Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5 all had, I think, what, 13 months, 18 months, uh, another, another 15 months, and then Battlefield 5 basically never fixed itself. Never fixed itself. Okay, they didn't even complete what they started. They, they announced a bunch of stuff, and they never, ever completed what they, what they said they were going to come to Battlefield right. 5. I think I think where they are right now is they're trying to establish a at least four or five map cycle with and without the ability to for the players to make up their own rules like in that that little what, what I forget what's called the not not portal whatever the, whatever the thing is called that you can make their own that's portal it's portal it's portal it is portal yeah I'm portal. getting confused with the actual game portal I'm yeah, sorry no 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 it's portal is the one that you can knife and defib each other right so yeah. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get it to be stable enough for them so they can coast us along until they bank out some new maps of what they want to do right. I, I really don't think, honest to God, I really don't think the game is going to be that stable with that many people on the new gen systems. I'm pretty sure it's going to be bot land for a while. All, all hands on deck. Remember, this game is being delayed four weeks. All hands on deck. Extra year. Okay, Need for Speed is being delayed because they have Need for Speed crew working on this game with, with, uh, with DICE. Okay. So they have they have problems, okay? There's no way, there's no way this game comes out and it's gonna be a, a slam dunk. Now, obviously, it's gonna seem like a slam dunk because, because perceiving something as being successful is what's sold nowadays, not what actually is, right? Like, well, they want the pre-orders. They want the pre-orders, right? Okay. Right. So the, did you see the did you see the cool ass gun that looks like a fighter plane from World War II in a modern shooter for Call of Duty? Like that's what they do. It's it's all about the initial marketing and pre-order numbers in order for give the game to coast where they want because they need to have a certain number for them to be okay. It's not about it's not about the product being good and we all hype it up because it's good and then we get more people into it. It's about how to get as many out the door as possible. And by the way, there's no fucking door. There's no door. There's no truck. There's no store. It's just download, right? So right. I, it boggles the mind that you would actually pre-order something that you don't have to leave the house for before you know what the game is. It boggles my brain, right? You have to let them sweat. You have to. You have to let them go. I don't see a lot of pre-orders. Do you think it's going to go well? Oh, they, we they don't are, know. They already know. They like, already they surpassed. Need, they already surpassed they their, their orders. Oh, I know they did. I know they did. And the day one patch is a guarantee after four weeks of a delay. Guaranteed. 
right? Because it, 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 a matter of fact, that's what the actual four weeks is for, is for them to build the day one patch so when they release it, the patch comes out on day one. That's what the four weeks is for. Like, yeah. hey, we gotta, we gotta, we can't release it right now because we don't have a day one patch. Cool. You guys work on the patch. We'll delay it four weeks. No problem. As a matter of fact, that's what we should call it now. If your game is only delayed like a month or less than a month, you're not doing anything. Right. You are that, not that's building a day one anything. Patch. That's a day you're one not patch. designing anything. You are fucking patching, right? So we'll just call it the day. We'll, we'll Here, call it the patch delay. Here's what I would have done if I was them. Before coming out with this and saying delaying for until four weeks, I would have put the test out first. I would have put the beta test out first. And and why? Why? Why, 30? Why would you put the test out first? Because we'll now, they've, they, now they already told you that it's being delayed a month. Almost four weeks. Okay? If they put the test out, which it's right now, build. the new Battlefield 2042 dates leaked online. Potentially October 6th and October... October 6th is early access for pre-orders, and October 8th is for open beta, okay? If this is true, okay, that's two weeks from now, okay, which gives them, a, I think, five weeks before it launches, gives them more time to see how many bugs and glitches are in this game, and then they're going to go, oh, we need to delay it again because day one patch has gotten a lot bigger because of all the bugs and glitches that we're seeing happening in this game. Okay. Even the tech test that they saw has caused this this delay, right? The tech test that they did has caused this delay. But but this is this is why this is why it's a game, and I'm I'm the old man in the room. I'm fine with this. A game is supposed to be based on the merit of the work, not the hype of the marketing, right? If your game is good, it's not hideable. It's not talked down upon. It, your game is good. We can tell. We play games. We know what's good and what works and what doesn't work. It's not a discussion. Your game is either good or not. It's, it, it fits into the box of what you've been doing over the years of what makes the game fun. Does it check the boxes? Yes. Right. Does it crash every five minutes and I can't find my friends and I can't get into a game and I'm killing bots for two and a half hours? Then it's a POS. I'm sorry. I don't care if you had an extra year to work on it. Apparently, the extra year didn't mean anything because of the coup. Yeah. It's actually one year, right? Because nobody can work on anything because you were home. I get it. But let's not pretend that you didn't pump out a Battlefield game every two years regardless, bumping between two studios. You've been doing it for a decade. Okay? A decade. We know how it works. I, I, I talked about this earlier on my uh, on my live stream this morning. I, the reason I'm not interested, I feel like Battlefield is in the same spot Call of Duty was for me in Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 was my, like, the last Call of Duty I you loved. You mean for Call of Duty? Yeah. Amazing. Right. Loved Modern Warfare 2. But at that point, when they came out with the next game, I went, I was like, I'm done. I was like, they, they've jumped. They've jumped what the game is. Okay. And now this is Battlefield's moment for me where it's not Battlefield anymore, right? They have the portals coming in. They have the, the Tarkov hazard zone thing coming in, or it's a mix. It's not a battle royale. It's like Tarkov meets battle royale meets survive, whatever. Okay, Shadow Hunt, uh, Showdown, whatever it's called. It's like a mixture of all these games. And I I understand. I understand that... They need to, to to switch and change to keep people fresh. But we're talking 15 years into the cycle of this game. 
15 years. You can't just switch this game and be like, yep, we're changing it up and, and, and we're making it Fortnite now, right? And I'm not saying it's Fortnite, but what I'm saying is change it so drastically where it loses the identity of what Battlefield is. And right now, to me, maybe not to everyone, but to me, Battlefield has lost its identity. It's a it's a group game. It's, that you, it's a it's a team based yeah, it's a team based shooter, shooter with up with objectives. Yeah, that's not, the core not, of the game. Not anymore. Not anymore. The, the core of the game is team based shooter yeah. going after objectives. And the more and and the more you play as a team, the better your score is in yeah. the game. Yeah. That was the core. Now so, now you're on a smaller group. Now you're in a smaller group in the in the whatever that hazard zone is. And then in the other one, you're still in a big group, and now it's like it's gimmicky. There, there's 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 tornadoes. You're stabbing people with knives or defibs or whatever else you're doing. It's just completely lost me personally. And I I I'm, I will play it once it's on Game Pass because it is coming to Game Pass. Not official, but official. Not official, but official. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's it, when it comes out, I'll play it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it when it comes out on on day one. I'm not buying it on week one. I'm not buying it on month one. Now. If it gets heavily discounted, discounted like like another game was, yeah, like Battlefield right Five. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's here's the next thing up, right? So this is still part of Battlefield. These are these are shots of someone data mined, data mined the game, and this is information. This is not official stuff. This is someone that data mined the stuff, and this is what they what you see here, right? So there's the M M one A five and the T twenty eight loadout options okay these are the tanks that are going to be in the game they have primary uh 120 millimeter close range barrel long range barrel lmg hmg the abilities on this thing is smoke launcher smoke discharger thermal smoke and system uh repair uh you have gunner one spot's got a four uh 40 mil bounce grenades emp mortars rockets and shotgun gunner two has guided missiles h hmg minigun and the passengers got spotting and spotting poles. Okay, so there's there's the uh, the first. Uh, let me bring up the, the next picture. Uh, loadouts that we have. Okay, loadouts that we have. This is the LCMG customization. Okay, so this is the the um, the quick fly. Put the attachments on your on your weapons or whatnot. You have barrels, uh, compensators, suppressors, grips, miscellaneous. Okay, you have ammo magazine. Or oh, actually, let me break it down for you. Push left on the D-pad. You got you got barrel, compensator, and suppressor. Push down. You got grip and miscellaneous. Push right. You have ammo and magazine. Push up. You have sights, reflex, and zooms to put on. Okay, so that's everything that's uh, on that section. It was. It sounds. Listen. It. It's a cool. It's a cool mechanic. But my problem is not 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 for not for the complaint of realism. But you're in the middle of a battle. When are you gonna besides sitting in an elevator like they show? Like when are you gonna sit there and like fiddle with your actual it's, things? It's it's really gun? fast. It's really fast. I, I get it, but like so that means that you don't have to worry about weapon class or at all. It's not that you came in with the wrong weapon for the wrong job. I can switch on the fly right then and change up everything on my gun in ten seconds, right? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like if you like if you came in as a support soldier and there was a bunch of vehicles around and you're like oh, I'm fucked right not anymore right as long as I pick the right class I could just change up the weapon and I'm good no matter what so how does that how does that affect the swing of frontline offensiveness 
when you're trying to take over map points, right? The way it was done before was if the guys were attacking with a certain thing, you had to have the hard counter or a really good soft counter with a lot of people in order to stop the momentum from them taking the point. That's what defense is. And now it's, I can change on the fly no matter what. So who ha I think attacker has advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if it comes out on October 8th for the open beta, I will play it. And we, it. we usually don't stream on the weekends. And Sarge works, so it'll be a late night stream. But if it's Friday night, Saturday night, when you're off work, Sarge, get on. We'll we'll play, and then yeah, sure. then we can we can break down like and know more about what the game is, right? Yeah. So we have a little bit more information on it. Uh, the jet and helicopter loadouts. Uh, the jet is the uh, the F thirty five E Panther and the SU fifty seven uh, Felon. Is that how you say it, Felon? Yeah. And then uh, he's got a primary 20 mil and 30 mil miniguns. Secondary, he's got air-to-air -air missiles, air-to-ground missiles, and homing missiles. Uh, abilities, a detection jammer, flares, and system repair. Uh, for the copters, you got the AH-64GX Apache uh, Warchief. And then you have the KA-520 Super... Uh, how do you pronounce that? Hokum? Hockum? Um, I think it's Hockum. Uh, primary has got the uh, the auto cannon, light rockets, heavy rockets, homing rockets. Secondary is tow missile, air to air, air to ground missiles, lock on homing missiles, detection jammer flares, and system repair, and gunner thirty mil uh, cannon. I Listen, all I need to know is I want to know if the laser designator is back in the game, like it was the other, like the other ones, because that was like the king of all weapons in Battlefield. If it, having having an uh, an anti air missile was good. But if you had someone who could paint the target and then you were using the other, the other type of a missile, you would get way more kills because you were working as a team. I want to know if that's in this. I want to know if that's in here now. Yeah. I want those laser targeting systems are back in here. And remember, it wasn't just the, the sniper class that had it as vehicles had it. Uh, a couple other, uh, other light vehicles had it where you put the laser designator on it and someone, anybody, anybody who had a missile launcher, that target was painted for them. Right. Right. Then there was the other missile launcher. I can't remember if it was the e it was the Eagles or if it was the other one. I can't remember what it was, but it was the one where, like you, you, you didn't want to put it on the vehicle to lock on. You basically fired it near the vehicle and then put the targeting on it. This way, the guy couldn't move. The, the missile would be going at max speed before he realized it was coming. Right before so it was there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's called tactics. Like that kind of stuff was badass in the other battlefield games like that's something i hope that's in here as well here's the uh, ebaa wildcat you got the primary 40 mil cannon 57 mil double a uh, double cannon double a missile at missiles it's got detection jammer smoke launcher smoke discharger thermal smoke and system repair uh you got gunner one's got a 40 mil bounce grenades emp flak uh mortar rockets and shotgun gunner two's got 40 mil Missile barrage, HMG, and just, minigun, and then spotting just, and spotting I poles. The, I see the old version that we played for Battlefield, like, like just for an example. Like, I remember playing uh, maps of Metro, where, like, the whole team would just be firing smoke on purpose, and nobody could see dick. So either you were firing with support weapons down hallways, or everybody had to use infrared or uh, thermals, right? All right, and so the game would, the game would like, do this, right? Like, everyone's using smoke. We're using thermals. We're using flash grenades. We're using heavy machine guns. Like it, it like that's how the map went. Like right. as soon as you went in. Now imagine, and that was only that was only like twenty five versus twenty five. Imagine now, <laughs> imagine now you got like one hundred and twenty eight people 
all throwing smoke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be chaos. I'm hoping the good kind of chaos because Fun. the yeah. bad kind of chaos is mag. Okay, <laughs> where 164 people are throwing a grenade, and it looks like the original was, Battlefield 42, where it's just guys exploding. That was 256. Mag was oh, 256. I'm sorry, 256. Mag yeah. is 256. Where yeah. you see just guys exploding because just everyone's throwing grenades. Yeah. Right. Mag, it's all mag was mag was fun, but uh, it was before it. That was before it was time. Yeah, before it's time. Yeah. Weekly missions, battle pass progression. It says this is a part of the uh, the stuff. So let me see what else he's got uh, here. He's got a whole the, the the guy who did this is temporal. Uh, his his channel has a whole bunch of stuff. I do like the mission thing. It sounds like what I talked about. Here you have... It sounds, it sounds like what I talked about. You have extraction streaks and hazard zone. Okay, so there's a streak bonus, which pro uh, probably more XP at the end of the round. Streak discount, percent discount equipment prices, currently DMC, dark market coins. Requirement for perks. Hazard zone features multiple tactic upgrades. Perks, starting armor, faster healing, loadout insurance. Uh, perks come in different rarities slash tiers that have uh, streak requirements. Soldiers need a certain streak value to gain access to these perks. And if you streak breaks, you're probably, uh, you'll probably lose access to the higher perks. So this is the hazard zone that's going on here. Um, again, here, here's the part that I, that I fear. That this, this game mode is going to be the more popular game mode that comes out. Okay. Well, it will, well, it will be because there's only going to be like five maps. Well, whatever it is, it's going to be the most popular game mode because it's going to bring that Tarkov crowd. It's going to bring in the other crowd of people to come in. It's going to be good for Twitch. It's going to be good for like um, highlights and all this other shit. You know what I mean? I feel like this is going to shine a little bit more than the regular what Battlefield was. And that's when Battlefield is not Battlefield anymore. You know what I mean? Now it's just a, a gimmick where it's just trying to capture... Um, a base that it never had before. You just need, listen, you just need to assign a value and a, a goal in the game. It's, it's, the game could, could, the game could have easily been changed slowly along the way where it didn't have to be 500 tickets aside and whoever gets to zero wins. Like, the game was already there. They just didn't implement it in the way that would allow the game to evolve. Like, you did the missions when you did those story missions from Battlefield 1, remember? And there were some of those story missions in Battlefield 5, right? Same type of thing. Yeah. So if you run a story plot, then let's just say you're in, on the map, and like I said, during a certain time in the, in the mission, if, let's say if you took over a certain amount of flags, right, for your side, a mission pops up, right? A mission pops up for this squad and this squad, and the other squad gets a mission for this something else. And you try to accomplish that mission because you activated it. And you have a certain amount of time to do it. So it gives you a little bit of stress because you're under the gun. And you're not just running around in a Zerg, yeah. right? Trying oh, to take over got, flags. Got, got, right. Uh, yeah. So if, if, yeah. you, if, if it starts off like a normal Battlefield game, and then you, when someone has the advantage, let's, you know, advantage of having more flags, a mission is activated, right? And at the same time, when the attacker gets the mission activated... The defenders get their own missions, but it's a defensive type of mission. They're like, okay, now you need to defend this. Right. Okay, right. now you need to defend it's, this. It's, it's, or, pulling, it's pulling the defenders away. It, pull, so, it pulls right. people yeah. around to keep the battlefield fresh so it's not just a Zerg fest. 
especially yep. especially if you have that many people playing a game right you have to separate them a little bit you can't have everybody in one zone firing off everything possible and a fucking tornado going this game's gonna crash harder <laughs> than anything you've ever seen I, i'm sure I, it'll be i'm sure it won't crash a lot but I, okay uh redacted specialist sundance he's got a wingsuit smart explosives uh, Espinoza has a blast resistance and ballistic shield. Uh, J Su uh, Paki has an acquisition and air uh, AR scanner. Uh, Constantine, uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm gonna just say Constantine involves uh, Samaritan uh, and supply bag. And Navy Rayo has a Trojan network and a signal hacker. A signal hacker. Uh, so these are some of the specializations that are coming into the game as well. Uh, I think that's the last one. Let me see if there's any more. Yeah, that's the last one. So, look, I'm, I want, I'm, exci I'm, I'm excited for the game to evolve. I, I, I am not excited for the game to degrade into yes. a grenade smoke fest well, with half bots and mechanics of the guns that just suck. I would have loved. I would have loved if it evolved like you just uh, uh, said, where it's Battlefield. And they, they put other things in the battlefield to make you move about and make it feel fresh. I don't like the battlefield that's making it into Call of Duty. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. I, 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 if, I want, it, if, if I want to Call of Duty, I'll go play Call of Duty. If you're in Battlefield and there's a kill streaks, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I don't, you, don't, you don't get a... Now, if you have mission streaks, like if your squad that you've been around with for a while keeps doing proper missions, and then that gives you a bonus, I'd be okay with that. Like special, like you get a special call in for a special tank or something or a special vehicle, but I, I I'm really interested in seeing what the helicopter opness is going to be, and whether or not the paper rock scissor game is fair or is it skewed towards paper mache vehicles. I don't like paper mache vehicles. When a vehicle in battlefield is around, you should be in panic mode. It shouldn't just be, oh, by the way, there's a tank and it's just destroyed because right. you mentioned there's a tank. Like, there's supposed to be certain reasons why you're doing what you do, right? That's the whole point of having anti-armor uh, classes and, and, and specialists or planting a mine zone around a defensive position because vehicles are coming. And then the guys with the vehicles have to find out how to get into the actual area without driving down the road like a moron down yeah. the same road they always drive. Right, That's battlefield is. You're you're you are you are talking a little bit like it is Call of Duty Warzone. It is, but Warzone is still not what Battlefield is because it's not large scale battles. It's group group activity going on, um, or individuals or or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I I want Battlefield to be good. I just don't think it's going to be good, at least not when it comes out. Just like Battlefield One, Battlefield Five. Battlefield 4 and 3 were good when they were out, but they were broke no, four, when they came four, out. 4, four, four was four No, but was they were good. They were good. They were fun, but it needed time yes. to get fixed. Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 just weren't that good, and they needed to get fixed. And now I hope Battlefield 5, or I'm sorry, Battlefield 2042 is good, but it needs another 6 months, 8 months, 10 months. This time next year, I think it'll be in a good spot. Listen, if the if if the core if the core of a battlefield game is good, okay, if the core of the battlefield game is good, then putting out DLC for map packs wouldn't separate the player base like it did every other time. 
right? Their whole gimmick every every time was they released like a a, a a battle pass and it released up different maps and then it would fracture the player base and you would never have the right number of people and you waiting in lobbies, waiting in lobbies. And now to them, it doesn't matter because now they have bots, right? And it, it, I find it humorous that bots have come full circle because the original Battlefield game had bots, right? That's what it was. Yeah. Players were in the game playing, and if there wasn't players in there, the game put bots in. So the games were full no matter what. And then we went to this thing where whoever's in the server's in the server, and then the 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 server starts doing the trying to balance team nonsense, and it fractures your team the whole time. So from from the early O's to like the mid O's, we can have we can have bots in our game. But then for the next 15 years, bots were impossible. Now we're onto a higher generation of, of console, and now bots are a mainstay. Anybody have any questions? <laughs> I got a bunch. I got a bunch. All right. So next story. Skull and Bones gameplay details leak online, including open world Madagascar. Following a reported development reset, a leak offers possible gameplay details regarding a current version of Ubisoft's first game, Skull and Bones. Uh, again, this game has been in development probably eight years. Uh, much time has passed since Ubisoft's multiplayer pirate game Skull and Bones got an official status update. And it's it's at this rate, it's likely that that much time will pass before we finally arrive. But until that happens, fans are eager to explore the golden age of piracy. Now, it goes out without saying that 2021 was development of a swashbuckling adventure has been rougher than usual. Four years after the official reveal, the game remains missing in action. And from the sound of it, it... Uh, that's thanks to a large Ubisoft struggling to settle on the, the, the consistent vision for what the combat and exploration will be. The result of Skull and Bones has reportedly started development multiple times over uh, over the years, leaving fans a little clue as to what the current version looks like uh, like now. But but as it possible as a change because noted leaker, industry insider Tom Henderson divulged several details regarding Skull and Bones gameplay and different systems in Twitter thread. Starting off, he claims that the ships will be separated into five size-based tiers ranging from small fishing boat to large galleons. And these will split into three other categories based on function, cargo, combat, or exploration. While big ships will likely pr prove useful in high sea battles, Henderson states that smaller ships will have their own benefits as well, being able to tra trace shallow coasts and rivers. Okay. Um... Progression in the game is current vision is based on money earned through taking on various jobs, doing cargo runs, raiding other ships, settlements, and fortresses. As players start with only a raft and then a small fishing boat, these objectives will be key to earning the means to construct a proper pirate ship. From there, these vessels can then be outfitted with an assortment of weapons, including cannons, uh, flamethrowers, mortars, and upgrade further with extra armor, uh, smelters, and storage boxes. Henderson also provides a clear idea of the vision of the Indian Ocean that serves as the game's setting. While Skull and Bones' map will largely consist of open sea, it will also include a land-based locations, including fictional pirate uh, haven of Madagascar and the coast of Azar. Um, players will also be able to uh, walk, walk around these locations in third-person perspective, interact with the NPCs, and this will also presumably be where players take on jobs before setting out the sea to engage in Assassin's Creed-inspired combat. Now, the Twitter thread concludes with Henderson stating that the game isn't near completion, isn't near completion, but is in decent spot currently. Uh, the Skull and Bones has had its fair share of development troubles, so Henderson claims that the accurate, that is the worth, worth reminding you that it might not be, this could be a sign that things might 
finally be starting to come together for Ubisoft uh, may soon be on path towards uh, a smooth sailing. So it sounds pretty fucking amazing because I remember when we first saw Skull and Bones, Sarge, Sea of Thieves just came out. We saw the trailer of this and we're like, oh man, this looks amazing. This looks like a game that I would like to play if it's open world. But then they showed the gameplay and you're like, oh, it's not open world and it's just you're stuck on a ship. And it, basically, all it was was for honor, okay, on ships. Instead of uh, battling with people, now you're battling flag, with ships. Right. Black flag battle, battle, battle. Right, just ship battles. <clears throat> this actually sounds pretty interesting. But I'm this sure game's not coming out. What, what game's going to come out first? Skull and Bones, Grand Theft Auto 6, or Elder Scrolls 6? Which game will come out first, Sarge? Oh, for sure, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones is coming out? Before, for sure. Before those? Because it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's been what has it been going on, eight years now? Yeah, but they stopped. They stopped making Eight the game. Years? They they stopped making the game, and then they just started it again. They've changed it three times since they started. Yeah, it. it's. I think it's in development hell. I'm gonna be honest with you. Does this game listen, even once, come out? Once, listen. Once a game passes, here's the problem. Once a game passes a certain amount of years in development, depending on how large the team is, the number of sales the game needs in order to break even becomes almost too large without an MTX in the background of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think that this game has a big enough fan base for it to wait any longer for it to come out and then try to make its money back without an MTX in the back end. Oh, you know there's microtransactions right? galore in this one. It's Ubisoft. Uh, it would ha it would, it would, it's Ubisoft, right? It would have to. So that being said, I don't know... If the game is basically like an anthem where it might be fun in the beginning, but the long term vision of the game is not there. I, the way it sounds, if they come out with that game, they come out with that game with the graphics they showed, if not even better by the time it comes out, okay, I'd be interested. I loved Sea of Thieves, but the problem with Sea of Thieves. In the, in the time that I was playing it, was you get your ass pushed in, and then you're like, I don't want to play this game anymore because of the PvP aspect. If that game is PvP always, dead in the water for me, okay? Pun intended. Okay, dead, dead in the water, okay? If there's a, a PvE... Game. If, if there's, that's fine. If there's PvE and I get to go on a story, and it's like a single player, and I can go into an online type of thing, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Sea of Thieves is learning their lesson. More and more, they're adding more just PvE content, more PvE content, okay? Because that's what people want, man. They want to be on a crew, go on a pirate ship, and just do adventures, go on, go on stuff, right? They don't want to be on an adventure, and then someone comes and kills them, and then six hours of their game time is completely gone, null, null and void. You know what I mean? Well, that's always, but that always seemed to me like an easy fix. Like, let's say you and your crew get on, right? And then you guys are playing, you guys are playing PvE, okay, with your crew. At some point, like, hey, let's do a PvP thing, right? And then you load up, and now you switch servers, and now you can still do PvE stuff, but now the chance is there where somebody else is going to be there looking for you just like because they, they volunteered to be on that server as well. Right. Like, that's, it doesn't seem like a hard option, but the way that they made it feel, it was like, well, very difficult to, to separate that once again to separate the PVE and the PVP aspect of this game. Like I, I don't think it is. 
You just volunteer to be on a PvP server. Everything is still there, except now you have to watch out for other people. Right? Yeah, or, yeah. or, or the most basic, the most basic. You, when, you fire it, when you fire another player, it doesn't work unless you're flying the pirate flag. And when you're flying the pirate flag, then you can do damage to whoever you want. Like, I, I would be okay with that, which they do now, which they do now in, um, in, in Sea of Thieves. There's, there's a flag that you put up. When you have it up, your game. That says right? it's yeah. on, right? Yeah. It says it's on. Yeah. Right. Whoever's coming near me, it's that's why. Why? Why else would I look through the telescope looking at looking at boats? Like, oh shit, what kind of flag does he have? Up, oh, up. Oh, he's PVPing. Yeah, like, yeah. And you, and you know to <laughs> you know to avoid him. Yeah, yeah. It's I I do like I I actually have to go back and and play the other stories and see these. But Skull and Bones, man, look, it's it's the No Man's Sky. Of py of pirates, right? It's the it's the game that's been in development for super long. That when's it coming out? When's it coming out? Right. So, Brandon, thank you very much for the uh, for the member. Appreciate that. Thanks for returning. All right. So, Krebsy, but that that's what made it fun though for certain people. Like once again, certain people like that. You like that little scare, like that uneasy feeling that whatever you're trying to accomplish might be taken away from you. Some people like that. But you know as well as I do, there's a group of people that hate that shit because they worked for the last three hours. They only they only get to play the game for three and a half, four hours. And at the end of the run, they get jacked and they get nothing. Like, right. of course you're mad. Of course you're mad. But some people do like it. Of course. Uh, real quick. Yeah, you're not the first person to tell me that. Most Multiple people have told me that it's not auto-renewing. So if you are a member and you would like to be continue to be a member of the channel and you... and Make sure that uh, it if you didn't auto renew that check on that maybe maybe it got unchecked. YouTube likes to unsubscribe people, take auto renew off of people. They're doing everything they possibly can to stop people from. I don't know. I don't know why they do it, but they do it. So check it out if you are a member or were a member and you're like, oh, I didn't know it. It it didn't didn't auto renew. Next story I want to talk about: Grand Theft Auto Five Xbox Series X and S has been delayed. Until March 2022. Now, here's here's the problem with this, right? Grand Theft Auto V has been out for eight years. It's it's been on three consoles now. Okay, well, two consoles now going on its third. Three. Well, no, this is three. Wait, it's not out yet though. It's getting delayed. This yeah. will be its third third console. Um, and a lot of people at this point don't care. Okay, and there's another thing that's happening with this as well. So they showed that's what they say. Well, they, they showed. They don't well, no, what they showed a the video. Okay, and it's being review bomb, not review bomb, but uh, ratioed on on YouTube. Their video has over well over a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dislikes uh, on the video they showed. Now they showed the video, and the video that they showed is the same video they've been showing for eight years. They didn't even update the video. They're like new graphics, new things, new this. It's the same. They didn't even go back to change the actual trailer they were using to show you what the up upgraded graphics would be. Why? Because the upgraded graphics that they're now making on Xbox and PlayStation are just computer graphics. So they're literally just keeping the same graphics. Now it's just catching up to what the PC was. So people are getting really... I, I, I almost feel, Sarge, I, I know we're going to go more into a conversation of this, but I almost feel like this is the goodwill they've built up over all the years they're starting to wear down the consumer base and a lot of people are going to be like fed up. But at the same time, they're fed up with Grand they Theft Auto care. 5. They, they want care. Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. First of all, I think Young Gad did the story on it and a couple other people did a story on it. And they're like, the fan base is fed up. 
That is a bold-faced fucking lie. Right. Okay. The most fan successful, base, most successful the, game the most, ever. It's the most successful piece of, piece of entertainment yeah. ever created. Ever created. Right. Nobody's even close. Not one game is close to what Grand Theft Auto Five has done over the last eight years. Okay. Not one. So you telling me that the population's fed up is a bold-faced lie. Because the minute, the second that they smell. Grand Theft Auto 6 in the water, okay? It's going to be the highest pre-order game Absolutely. in the history of man. Absolutely. Okay? So it's bullshit, okay? What's also bullshit is you tell me you're going to enhance the game, okay? You're full of shit, okay? The rule is very simple in business, and I say it every fucking week, and I'm trying to tell you kids to wake up. If you don't have to make a game, if I don't have to make a new, new item for right. you to buy, product. and I yeah. can still make money, I don't. I don't have to. Why would I want to pay people to do a job that I don't need them to do when I'm still making money? Yeah. I don't need to. Hand over fist. Right? right? It averages it's, 20 it, uh, it averages absurd. 20 million copies a year. It's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Like every like literally every continent on the planet, every continent and I'm I'm pretty sure every country, maybe very few, but I'm going to say the majority of countries someone's owning a Grand Theft Auto 5 game. Like, they just... That's how many copies there are. Yeah. I, the game... Listen, when the game came out, on the system that it came out for, <laughs> was fucking amazing. When it transferred over to the Xbox One, it just made it easier. It didn't crash as much because it actually had some extra power that it could actually do what it wanted to do, but the game was still beautiful, right? But Take-Two and Rockstar, the geniuses that they are, they did not make just a game, right? Grand Theft Auto V is a story-based game, a fantastic one at that. But they did not just make a game. No, they made a meta. They, they, made, made, a, they made a metaverse. Platform. Yeah. They made a platform, and the platform is what made them all that money. Not the selling of the game. The platform made the money. You, you and can... so once they, once they established that, once they had that platform made... Those guys went on vacation, right? They're like, we don't got, we're good now. We're good. We did a good job. Everyone gets a pat on the back. Okay. Fantastic. But businesses should be run based on what your merit is. What's the last thing you did for me? What's the last great thing you did? What's the last great product you came out with? Apple had the same problem. Apple had to come out with better products in order for people to come back to Apple. That's what Steve Jobs did. They want to make some shit that's cool, so you come back and buy from us. It, well, Take-Two and Rockstar have bypassed that completely. They made a platform, and they walked away. Because you guys keep buying shot cards like, like you're going to the store. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need to make another game. Yeah, so here's a chart on the screen right now, uh, Sarge. So 1998, they made Grand Theft Auto, right? And you look, they have three, three to two, two to four games every year. Every year. Every year. Yes. Okay, every single year. And then L.A. Noir came out in 2011. Max Payne came out in 2012. And Grand Theft Auto V came out in 2013. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing came out right. again till Red Dead 2, okay, in 2018. And, right. And, and that's it. Nothing. And, and, and what did we talk about about Red Dead, bro? What did we say? I told you that Red Dead would never, ever be Grand Theft Auto V as far as the shark card thing was concerned because... Nobody wants to hang out in the Wild West yeah. for fucking an eternity. 
It's who it's, gives a shit it's about still, your current horse? It's still up there. They're still doing stuff, but they're not supporting it as much as they they did with Grand Theft Auto. No obviously. shot. Yeah. No shot. Because a horse is a horse, of course, of course. A car you can you can keep changing. Okay. Like you could change a car in in, in, in a whole bunch of different ways. A horse. Take here's a take brown two. horse. Here's a black horse. Here's a white horse. Take two. Listen. Take two and Rockstar changed change the face of gaming because of what they did with Grand Theft Auto V. All other developers, publishers, outside influence, all are trying to copy what Grand Theft Auto V did. And if you don't think so, take a look at the games that have been coming out. Everybody's trying to make this platform in which you exist in a world, in a sandbox, and you just keep handing them money. Okay, Fallout 76 tried to do it horribly, okay? And at least three other games that are not MMOs tried to do the same thing. They're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to copy the Rockstar template. They're just not good at it. Right. But like your chart says, does Rockstar have to make another game? They don't. No, they don't. They don't. It, listen, if, if I don't have to work hard, would you? No, I'm not saying that I'm lazy or the next person's lazy, but if you don't have to, you won't. If my bills are covered, am I going to do overtime? No. No. So no. we're we're in an eight-year cycle of no Rockstar or Take-Two game. Well, maybe Take-Two, but some other stuff, other studios. But like Rockstar hasn't made anything because they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, they, they don't have to make anything. Like, uh, let's make an yeah. online thing this week. Uh, so now here's the trick. Here's here's the big trick. The big trick is this: if and when. Grand Theft Auto 6 does come out. What does that game have to do? What kind of platform do they have to build in order for it to do exactly what, what 5 what, is doing? Yeah. How do they that's top it? Be, how do they top how do they going to be hard? Yeah, how do they how top do you keep it? everybody in? Because if you make the same thing then it's just Grand Theft Auto 5, right, bro? Why yeah. would I why am I buying a game to do the same shit that I'm doing already in the same sandbox that I'm doing? There has to be a really good hook, bro, like a super hook. And I'm not, I'm not talking about female protagonists with a huge chest per, uh, as a hook. I'm talking about the game has to have some kind of mechanics in there that make it want to switch over. Like, right. I got to go to six. Right. It's true. True. All right. Hard to top, man. Hard to top. Next uh, next story. Uh, it's our first uh, It's our first Bungie story. X Bungie composer marty o'donnell ordered to pay nearly uh studio need to pay the studio nearly a hundred thousand in legal fees o'donnell was found in contempt of court after dis distri distributing music he was ordered to return to bungie back in 2014. uh veteran halo destiny composer marty o'donnell has been ordered to pay bungie tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees after being found in contempt of court eurogamer reported earlier today now, fired from Bungie back in 2014, the act of accused of Activision meddling, O'Donnell has ordered to return all assets relating to his work on Destiny and music uh, as, as Destiny concept album back in the studio and was also prohibited from sharing or performing music from those scores. Now, but starting in 2019, O'Donnell began sharing musical sketches, variations, and some compositions uh, on YouTube and Bandcamp, where notably listeners would, could donate money towards the release. Now, in April, Bungie field uh, filed a contempt of court papers against the composer with the motion of obtained by Eurogamer reading, Mr. O'Donnell 
very possession of such materials proves he did not comply with the order to return all material to Bungie. So the Superior Court of Washington, King County, eventually agreed on July 14th. O'Donnell has been asked to remove all Destiny and music from his Fears audio and also the Internet, which he has done. Now, post the message, uh, post the message to explain the removal, asking people who downloaded copies to destroy them and to refrain from making any uh, direct, indirect public comment regarding these posts, which is uh, decisively not done. Hold on a second. Those people that bought it, why do they have to delete it? They paid money, and then O'Donnell just paid Bungie. Like, the money Bungie made off of the music, right? So it, it, it's kind of stupid. The composer was also ordered to pay Bungie legal fees. Any income earned through sale or music or boot camp, it also costs a third-party uh, examination of his equipment to ensure the assets are removed, the total of which estimated almost $100,000. While these mo motions were filed over summer, details only surfaced this week as part of Eurogamer's reporting, uh, though people did notice when O'Donnell's Twitter account briefly vanished and then reappeared, and the Destiny videos purged from his YouTube channel. According Forbes, O'Donnell had also briefly spammed Destiny subreddits with bootcamp links to music of, of, of the spheres. In June, over a month before the contempt filing, the, the composer advertised the OST to his 2019 VR project, uh, and then helped his huge legal fees. He's still working in the, in the high wire on deeply controversial six days in Fallujah, though he's recently teased some kind of return to Halo. So there you go. What do you think about Didn't this, Sarge? He, wasn't he involved in another lawsuit prior to this, and he won that one? Like yes. He, he like they fired yeah. him. They fired him for no reason, and they, they had to pay him. So this is the payback. Yeah. Like he tried to do something stupid. Now Bungie won. Right. This is that what this is? Yeah. Because I remember he was in the news before. He was he was being sued, or he sued Bungie because for wrongful wrongful uh, termination or something. Yeah, something like that. I forget. We 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 covered it a uh, year and a half ago, I believe. Yeah, Craig. Wow. I I don't know. I don't know. They don't they don't say anything is in this article, so I can't really answer the question. Uh, are these unused scores? I don't know. Um, I do know. I I did work for a company. I can give you kind of an example. I worked for a company, and if we came up with any ideas. Even though I wasn't working, if I was at my lunch break and I was writing stuff on a pad of paper, they could come over and go, oh, what are you writing there? Oh, you have a show idea? Oh, and they could take that because I'm on their property. I'm in their, in their work or whatever, okay? So they could potentially take that idea. So anytime you work for a company, we talked about Activision doing this, right? Activision did this where anybody that came up with anything, it's Activision owns it. Amazon, we just talked about a couple weeks ago, of the devs, anybody that was working on their own game, even though they were working, if they were working on their own game, Amazon would have control of it, right? And that's, it's like... That's, that's bullshit. So yeah. it's, the, it's the same type of thing that's happening here or hap happened here. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so O'Donnell, that's the first story of... Um, I just find it, I find it strange that he would make a mistake like that. I find it strange that he would... After, after winning what he won, that he would put himself in a position where he would get caught using bungee-righted material and then get sued because of it. Well, I, I think he was under the impression that it's stuff they didn't use. It was his. He made it, so he has rights to it. I mean, I don't know. You have to read that fine print of that. Of that you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, I find it weird. It's a little strange. That he would open himself up to that. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely, Craig. Uh, I, I can... I, if if it's he created it, if they paid him money to come up with stuff and they didn't use that stuff in the game, 
that's his. They didn't they didn't buy it from him. They didn't they didn't use it, right? They bought it. They bought his time. Doesn't matter. I think it's what it is. It's whatever he creates during that. Time. Again, it all it all depends that's on why, what the contract that's why contracts, is. That's yeah. why contracts are always so twisted. Yeah, I I would personally, if I was a composer, I would be like, look, whatever you like, you pay for me, and anything you don't like, I keep myself. That's that's it, right? You use it, you pay for it. You don't use it, it's mine, and then I can use it because I I still put the work in. I still put the work in. I still I should still get cr cr credited for it. But again, it all depends on what his contract was. But that's why that's why I find it strange, dupe. Was he is that part of the story though? Did he really did he release it for people to have or was he charging for it? Was that was that the deal It was breaker? a it was a like donate people... it was a donation, but it it wasn't you it was free if you wanted to, but you could also pay if you wanted to. Right? So some people got it for free and other people paid for it. So that's why they're saying anybody that has it, delete it and destroy it. I, yeah, I don't know I, how they're going to. I, I, I don't think, know how I they're going to do I that. I think if I got that music, I think if I got that music, I would not be deleting it. He's a great composer. I don't think I would get rid of his music. Yeah. So the next, the next Bungie story I want to talk about is let me let me preempt it here is that I know nothing about Destiny anymore. Okay. But Wolverine brought this up and said, "Look, you got to look at." The lighthouse, and then Krebsy posted a a uh, the um this week in Bungie. So I'm gonna read what it is, uh, what what the numbers are and stuff for for this. So last week, Trials of Osiris returned. Uh, let me bring this up. Trials of Osiris returned from a mini hiatus for the first few weeks of the season. Now we made a lot of changes, and the mode has been eagerly awaiting has seen a reaction. Judging by the data and the feedback, it looks like you're enjoying the changes overall. Now, here are a few stats from the first weekend. 750,000 players played Trials, more than we have ever seen in the early days of Destiny 2. Not only that 120,000 of those were first-time ever players, and another 470,000 haven't played recently, meaning like over the last, whatever, you know, year, two years. 237,000 players went flawless, with 105,000 players going flawless for the first time ever. Historically, an average of 30% of active players played Trials each day this weekend, topping out at over 32% on Saturday, and no, no day prior had ever gone above 21%. Over 2.8 million hours of Trials were played this weekend, eclipsing the highest prior uh, single week total by a whopping 600,000 hours. Here's a look at a graph showing the historical data of players count. Okay, so let, let, me, let me bring this up for you. You guys can see this. So... Over the last two years, you can see that, you know, the blue is returning players. The, the lighter blue is skipped a week. Elapsed, meaning I haven't played in a while and I came back and now that's what it is. And then new trials players is gray. If you look at this top number that's past 750,000 is this blue blue bar. These are the same people. If you look at like, I don't know, what, 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 what month is this? Like March. Right, like this, this part right here in March and uh, between March and April are the same people that are just coming back to playing the game, okay? Which is about, I would say, about the same size, about a hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand players, which is this blue bar. The the elapsed people that came back, this is literally two, three. Right? We're talking about four, almost five hundred thousand, four hundred fifty thousand people that haven't played at all maybe within the last two years, and all of a sudden they all came back for trials uh, for the first time, right? And then new well, trials no, players that, and returning no, players. I have to ask, but now I have to ask the question. Uh, the graph looks pretty, right? It looks just like any other graph looks pretty. My question is, 
Why the discrepancy? Why? What what has trials done right now that has brought that many people back? Like what has happened? Because the 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 anti cheat software has not been installed installed. So so what is it? Wolverine's back. Loot. Wolverine says loot. Ah, okay. So loot for what? Just participating or only winning or how? How? What's the breakdown, Wolverine? I'm curious. <clears throat> Wolverine, is your? I'm assuming your computer's yeah, on yeah. right now, right? Yeah. If you if you can get on if, a mic, if, man, if you want to just get absolutely. on a mic, you can you can have your absolutely. voice in the, in the Discord channel, and you can tell us if it'll be easier than uh, than typing. Because I, mean, Gator, I we, if Gator's playing trials, yeah. I'm thinking like they must we, have handed out vouchers to people. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because we haven't played, so we can't give it. We can't give a firsthand why it's. I happening. can't write. I can't right. talk about it. I can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I. Please. So we'll give you. We'll say get, your piece. I'll give you. I'll give you like ten minutes so you can explain to everybody. So we, because <clears> I don't want to. I don't want to sit on this for too long because there's other stories we have to get to. No, we, well, we can bounce off. If he's coming in, we'll talk about something else, and then when he comes in, we'll go back. To, we'll go right back to it if we're gonna do it that way. I, it don't matter to me. Yeah. So, well, I, I can read a little bit more here. What the, what what's happening here? So early impressions aside, we aren't. We, uh, the champion bottles are taking a victory lap, and they're not extremely happy with how the first weekend went. They are upcoming changes as... Uh, oh, here's Wolverine. I'll, I'll bring you in, buddy. Oh. Oh, we're going to go down to him, Sarge. There we go. What's going on, Wolverine? What's going on, guys? All right, so explain to us why why the numbers, the numbers are so... I, I was going to I, I let 30 finish reading that, and then we'll, we'll go okay. over how... Okay. Discrepancies you might think are different now because a lot of things have changed. All right. So okay. the up the upcoming changes. Okay. The upcoming changes tomorrow. There'll be a few changes uh, going live for a second week of trials. Okay. We aren't satisfied with the matchmaking experience of players after seven wins. The area of matchmaking has to be a significantly higher rate of five and zero uh, games that would also like. So we're enabling a flawless matchmaking uh, pool. However, we want to make sure that there are also enough flawless players to maintain the good matchmaking times. So we're also waiting until Friday afternoon to turn this on. We also will be uh, watching players' reactions and matchmaking analytics, uh, analytics to also uh, weekend assure, to make sure they're behaving properly. We also are not happy with the experience of players who have had a bad streak and getting repeatedly trashed by 5-0. We're also enabling some matchmaking help. Also, someone runs into several blowout matches. This temporarily helps mechanics clear up uh, they start winning again. So don't think... Uh, so don't think someone with a cheesy flaw, a flawless and taking it for a few games uh, will have a good weekend, uh, a weekend of, of smooth sailing. Lastly, we are enabling a, a, a quitter penalty. Uh, it is a glory, uh, glory playlist, giving you a 30-minute timeout if you quit too many games. And we're going to be watching this, so if you have some harsh plans, if players continue to abandon their fire teams. Next week, in addition to the first trials uh, lap, spoiler alert, the capture zone trials, we'll also be uh, disabling a special ammo replenish on revive. You also get a special ammo if you uh, if you kill someone or when you start the next round. We're also disabling the matchmaking counter on trials of Osiris lobby, so you won't be able to tell how many players have joined, but also still be told when they join. Uh, we also fixed an issue preventing you from being uh, able to masterwork weapons from Saint-14's rank rewards. Big thanks to everyone that showed up and played this last weekend from the hardcore flawless to the busted players. There you go. So go ahead, Wolverine. What's what's the uh what's the download here? Did he did he did he leave? What happened? Sorry, my <laughs> mic was on. Oh, it's all right. So first I was I was waiting for you to finish just in case I was leaning back in my chair or whatever. Um <clears throat> so to begin off, they changed the entire system of loot. 
the structure of how you're receiving it, what you're getting, you're basically earning loot, win or lose, no matter what. They have changed since the last time I guess you guys have played. They have changed the loot structure uh, pretty significantly when it comes to just Shacks and Zavala and the and the Drifter for for Gambit. Now it's you're you're basically earning packages through rank up. Uh, along with going down a little sidebar all the way up to whatever it is you have to to reset. And this is it. This is in trials. Yes, they've basically done this okay. in trials now. Yes. Okay. So they've they've taken that method along with the fact that these packages that you're receiving are just ingrams, and these ingrams can be focused to whatever you want within the pool. Wow. You have to earn um, it once. Imagine as soon as you earn it once, and then you you are able to focus it. Um, once, imagine that this is time okay. reward for your time right like they're respecting your time you play the game and they're okay. giving you something for your time in the game 100 percent. and okay. uh now to basically give you an ability to chase after a an adept weapon basically the ward for going flawless you only need to achieve it once once you have achieved it once all you need then is to get seven wins they've removed losses so you can lose as many times as you want on a card and it won't matter on your way okay. to seven wins you trade in that seven win card and you're able to basically farm out an adept so, weapon. So you don't have to, okay. So you don't now, have, now you're talking. So you don't have, now if I, I if I have, it. if I have four wins and I'm stuck there, right. I don't lose my four win card. I just, I can keep that card. I can have 10 losses, but it doesn't when I get matter when I get seven. Right. So losses don't matter anymore. It's just wins. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Like the, the they're okay. basically trying to remove the, the, how they said at the end, the flawless or bust people like now, I've lost my card. My card's broken. I have to reset it. So the basically the three wins on there are null and void, and I get nothing to reward uh, to be rewarded for. Um, you get rewarded per rounds as well. So it's incentivizing you to maintain those cards. So turning that into Saint fourteen when you're done with it, ready for something new, or you're just done playing, you're getting even more rewards on top of turning that card in. So you're on top of gaining rewards while playing, when you're done playing, you're turning something in and gaining right. something for that as well. But chat's saying if you have to go flawless, obviously if you go flawless, it's flawless. There's still that there's still that carrot where go yeah, so seven what, and what, oh and get yeah, what are the, the top people look, what are the top people, the hardcore people looking for? The hardcore, the hardcore people. Well, first of all, the, some of the hardcore people they have a really odd way of handling the the overall success of something. There's a bunch of some content creators trying to diminish what going flawless is now because for the people that have been there, like myself, probably since the last year, what we just had over the over the last weekend was easy compared to what it was four weeks ago where it's nothing but recoveries recoveries are gone by the way did the, the anti-cheat battle eye is up and running okay uh, i played about okay. five cards on the pc this weekend and i didn't experience one one time where someone was cheater i just knew that that person was better there was nothing of that i can't speak to everybody but for a majority of people that i've spoken to that play predominantly only on pc their cards were fun they had a great time they got to play with people that either just played trials flower excuse me just played trials for the very first time or they came back to it after a long time or hell I, I took like at least four or five people from from the discord and then our combined communities flawless for their very first time and i wouldn't have been able to do that before so there's something for everyone here now it, truly you you talking about this and then the chat talking about it as well i'm actually excited to hear that destiny is I'm, in 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 the right I'm, direction wait. I'm glad to see that they're actually giving loot in a loot game. 
That's yeah. basically what it comes down to. You, right. You're actually Imagine. giving loot to people who are playing the are playing the actual activity. Hey, uh, hey, Avengers, can you can you hear this? Reward people for their time. Like, let them get loot. All right. So, go. I, I'm interested. I'm interested in what you said before about the. I'm trying to get the uh, focus down. So, if I'm if I'm winning, I have a possibility of getting the Ingram. And then once I have the Ingram, if I don't have the weapon yet. I have to wait for the random occurrence of that weapon to show up. And then once that happens, the next Ingram I get, I can focus towards that item again. Yeah, you, but the winning just expedites everything. It's not necessarily a necessity. Okay, As always, okay. winning just kind of speeds up your ranking process through any of the playlists prior. Um, but it can be done by just spending time there playing, moving forward, doing the the bounties, having reason for them now. It's it, it, everything... Everything that you're doing within the place playlist, whatever it, whatever your goal might be, whether it's go flawless, do some bounties, get some Ingrams to focus, you are going to walk away with things. Is is the is going flawless? You were talking about the other content creators or whatnot. Is going flawless still feel the same as far as yes? I went because I went flawless two times in my in, in D one. I never I never played trials at all in D two. Okay. Yeah. And when I got those flawless victories, it felt good, right? Because it was yeah. it was hard back then. D do you still feel that? I know it's a personal I thing. Still, I, I personally still feel that. Like the people that are speaking that these are the people with the the, the over the top elitist type. I know behavior. who you're talking about. Like they, they, I, they, I know, I know, they, I know the people you're talking about. Now, because of the frame of where it is, that people aren't feeling reliant to sit in somebody's chat all day and hope to God for a raffle right. for a piece of loot. Now you're being <laughs> rewarded for it by playing game right. one, playing game two. And it doesn't matter if you get curb stomp because you're still going to be walking right. away with XP towards right. rewards or the reward itself. Yeah, we, we were right. just talking about this with Sea of Thieves, okay. right? You reward people for their time in the game without getting curb stomped, right? And you feel like All shit right, so afterwards. I want to go back. I want to go back to the uh, adept weapon. So, like, what is the qualification for someone to, to go for the adept weapon? Uh, well, basically, you have to achieve flawless once that weekend. Once you achieve okay. flawless once that weekend, you're going to get it from the chest. If you want to stop playing right then and there, you turn in your card and you get another chance at another, or you get a you get a uh, an opportunity at another roll by just turning in your card to uh, to Saint fourteen and clicking on the weapon. Um, what you can do now, and this is something they they just mentioned to kind of fix the matchmaking for games after seven. What you do is is that to incentivize players, a majority like myself who habitually go to the lighthouse constantly, you maintain that seven win card. And if while you still have the flawless check mark in your winning games post seven, you're gaining adept weapons and adept materials like you would the chest just by continuously playing. You're you're giving an incentive oh. to higher end players to continue playing. Oh. On Okay. And what they said was that a lot of people, and I, I will be 100% honest, a lot of my flawless games and my games after seven were, were probably really easy. And it was events people that were, weren't even close to, to flawless or game seven. So they changed that. So in the afternoon, that's what they were alluding to. So now if you're in game seven and you're holding on to a card with a check mark of flawless, you're going to be matching people close to either doing the same thing or on a seven win card. So okay. that's that's gonna help a lot of uh a lot of the people that were playing, you know, flawless people in their like it's their game one. Solo queue, uh, it's gonna be addressed hopefully with freelance and labs. 
solo queue right now, it's kind of you're mostly at the odds end because if you play against a three a, a team of three uh, while you're with either two other solo players or a, a stack of two, more than likely having comms, you're always going to be an advantage. Do I ever think that they're going to uh, divide the freelance solo from the, the bigger pool? I'm not sure yet. I think labs will be that test. And and I, I'm sorry, I didn't even explain this. Labs is their way to incorporate objective style game uh, modes into trial. So it's not only elimination. So, so are you picking up, are you picking up missions? You're, are you picking up missions from same 14 to go into trials? Not well. You still have your cards. You, I mean, excuse me. Okay. You still have your your passages, where your passage of mercy, where it forgives a loss, your your ferocity, where if you get three in a row, it gives you a plus one, so it jumps to four. Your wealth, what gives you uh, more experience towards ranking up, and then your confidence, which gives you more rewards if you go flawless. Um, a lot, a lot of the a lot of the things that they mentioned that are changing were a lot of the things that people were talking about, the penalties for leaving people just leaving right off the rip and then putting their teammates of the team that they left on in a really horrible situation. Mm. And then um, a lot of the ability right now, people can cancel queue if they see that they're not going against a stack of teams. So there's a way to dictate a lot of it, but overall, this is this and, and the stats speak for themselves since d1 this has been one of the most successful weekends ever for the playlist well, that's gator, awesome. gator said he, gator said he was solo queuing he did pretty well he said yeah. he went flawless and he said the, the solo the solo experience wasn't that bad it's not up until you get to like six and seven when you get to six and seven you're going to start probably playing that people thing. that are on a team or a group of two because they're right. coordinated they're communicating i i feel like that's that should be though because still i i I think flawless should be still something to strive for. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds like it sounds like it definitely is. Yeah, it yeah. De no, that no. sounds like a 100%. definite turning a corner of giving out loot where we're intended and getting people to want to play the actual. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you know, just you, know, you guys uh, really uh, coincide with how Gator feels about Destiny. If he's telling you that he's trying to, there's so many people just like him that I've spoken to that have, you know, I'm going to give it a try and they've enjoyed it and they can't wait for a Friday. And I know you guys are, you know, the ship has probably sailed long on Destiny, but like yeah. that ex-girlfriend's back with a butt job. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Listen, no, it's it's just like if you've never played it, you didn't. You, she, you she always fine knew it was sweaty. The back end, I got it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You always knew it was sweaty. You knew you were playing recubs. You knew we were playing people that were 